It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing all right. Uh, it's a new year. and uh, Yes, it is. You know, uh, Michigan football update, uh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to expound oh, on cool. that any further. I think that, Thomas, honestly, perfectly through that segment. I'm not mad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they they Look, had a good run. This is a podcast all about games that we love. Football, one of us loves it. Basketball, both of us love it. Tennis, one of us loves it more than the other, but both of us appreciate it, True. I would say. Um, but I think the game that we b- both love the most is a little game called... Survivor, hosted by Jeff Probst on CBS Wednesday at 8, 7 Central. Thomas, did you watch Survivor Palau last night? It's one thing to know it, but another to admit We're the worst band in the world, but we don't give up Call this the Ty Dillinger season, because it's number 10. It's a perfect 10. Tyler Dillinger doesn't exist anymore. It is Sean Spears now. This is a segment called Wrestling Corner. Uh, apparently he's not doing great in AEW either. So. No, I honestly like. I think it's pretty. He's like a perfectly decent wrestler, but he's not, he doesn't really stand out. And like the crowd reaction to the ten thing was kind of that was where all the juice was. So, and Sean Spears is a fucking boring WCW ass name. Yeah, uh, sounds lame. Um, I think this is also the end of Wrestling Corner, people's second least favorite segment. Uh, I don't know why. Why don't people want to listen to us talk about football and wrestling? Also, why don't we have a Patreon show about wrestling yet? What do we have? A hundred? What is the music for our wrestling corner theme again? I feel like I ask this every single time we do it. Uh, it is David Flair's music. Oh, God, you're music. right. I was going to say, I think it should be the NWO theme, but that's better. Uh, yeah, everything we do on this show is perfect. Um, my girlfriend and I... Uh, over the last couple of days, tried to decide on uh, New Year's resolution as a couple, and we decided we're not going to do anything different because we're the perfect couple. Yeah, and I go. think we should uh, do something similar on this podcast uh, in which we don't change anything because this is the perfect podcast. My New Year's resolution is for our, our listeners to become more grateful. Yes. Thank you. It's a little early Thanksgiving present for us, honestly. I would like to so just be listeners. thankful for this podcast. <laughs> We are thankful for you, and you are thankful for this show. Uh, this week's first episode was called This Has Never Happened Before. What do you think of this episode title? It's bullshit. There's been nine seasons of Survivor before this. <laughs> They're actually wrong when they say that. We've yeah, seen you it before. Yeah, tell me this is the first time that there's ever been Survivor. I know. Yeah, I've where's Richard Hatch? I saw the first season. I know that's not true. Jeff was Where's not Sue showing Hawk? anyone any amount of footage off of a VCR. <laughs> at no point are they re- are they creating a bar at a production set. Uh, did you know that? Did you know that it wasn't a real bar? I would kill to to spend fifteen minutes in that not real bar watching <laughs> unedited footage of the show. <laughs> It's so good. Uh, So this episode first aired on February 17th, 2005. How old would he have been? 2005, February 17th, 2005, Thomas? Jake, I would have been 13 years old. I also would have been 13 years old. What a year, you know, 13. 
that was the, the first shot of everyone in the boat. <laughs> wait, I was just wait, like, wait, 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 Thomas. What? I just realized this. 13, we were 13, and now we're 30. This is kind of our 13 going on 30 season. It's a great point. Thank I'm you. kind of the Mark What were you saying about the podcast? Uh, oh, I was, I was just saying uh, I the first thought that I had first when they I showed thought. everybody in the longboat was just, wow, 2005, huh? This certainly was 2005. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's you so can't deny out. that this is the most 2005 season that they did. <laughs> it really is. It really, truly is. Um, yeah, I've been watching Supernatural. You know, uh, the first few oh, seasons. Very 2005. Uh, same, same exact thing. It's just like, oh my god, this this is exactly the time period that we were in. Uh, Anytime I watch say, the OC, I have the same feeling. Yeah. How many viewers do you think this first episode of season ten got? Boy, I'm going to say 25 million. Wow, you are not far off. It was 23.66 million viewers. That's I think that might be the closest. Close first guest. Yeah, that might be the closest you've ever gotten on, on the premiere episode of any episode, of any season. Okay, so Jeff is on a boat in Palau. Uh, did you know that there was a lot of World War II here? I guess that makes sense. I mean, there was... It's in the big sort of like chains of islands where all the island hopping stuff was happening. So, yeah, uh, and this is what the uh, episode title was referencing. For the first time ever, there are twenty people playing. So, is that incorrect? No, and they they made the most of it. I think we can all agree on that. It definitely they truly was good. did. It definitely was good that they had twenty people there. Uh, <laughs> they were all on a boat together. And had to row to shore, and then at some point dive in and race to claim immunity. Uh, Stephanie and Jonathan dove in first, and then the boat passed them immediately. This was incredibly satisfying. This to was see. really funny, and it also I think it's in keeping with the theme of this season, which is that if you are thinking about taking a risk, you will end up being horribly embarrassed every time that you do it. <laughs> this season hates you. You got to play it yeah. safe. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so they 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 get to shore. Ian and Jolanda win immunity for their respective sexes. I'm not ever going to say that phrase again. It was gross. Uh, Jake, and how then do you feel all... about Jolanda? Um, it's too early to form an opinion on her, but I would say overall positive. Correct. Me too. I wish we could have gotten more time with Jolanda. I understand yeah. why what happened happened. But also, like, it, it sucks to have a real, like, a real character that you don't get to spend a full season with. That's always how it is, though, in the pre-merge. I guess that's true. It's like this there's, is what there's one when person who's like it from the start, you know? It's, uh, you, you run this risk. Or Linwood Ricarding it, which is a phrase we're not allowed to use anymore because Linwood Ricard got mad. I just okay. assume he's not listening anymore because we're not talking about his season. That's true. Survivor 41. If you want to hear about that, go back to Survivor 41. Shout out, shout out Ricard. Shout out to Ricard. Doing great shit. Congrats on having a baby or whatever. <laughs> Here's the thing about this Survivor podcast. Not- <laughs> which is not a thing that you say when someone has a baby. Not only is this the only Survivor podcast, it's also the most sur- supportive Survivor podcast. That's right. Uh, so they start doling out tasks. They chop up their clothing to make it more comfortable on this island. Uh, I really liked when Jolanda got Ian to hack off the 
heel of her uh, high heel and was like, yeah. are you are you strong like Hercules? And she was just clapping going, Hercules, Hercules, yeah. while he was doing it. That was very fun. Um, here's my question. Would that work? If you had high heels and then just chopped the heel off, would it become a regular shoe? No, right? Like, they're I mean, structured I mean, in a way. it might be more viable than having the heel on, but yeah, I don't think it's an ideal sure, situation. Maybe. maybe. It feels like it would be uncomfortable. Also, um, I'm fine wearing high heels to Survivor. Because it's a show, you know? You want to put on your best clothes. Sunday best, but Wednesdays at 8, 7 central on CBS. This is continuing the theme that was set by Gabon of people wearing extremely <laughs> fucking stupid outfits to start. Even though this was three years before Gabon, but True. whatever. Um, Survivor aired in the order that I watch every season. This is the most recent <laughs> season of Survivor, the tenth one. Absolutely. Um, oh, that's actually a good question, Thomas. What do you know of this season going in? Uh, I know who wins because of uh, Heroes versus Villains. Uh, okay. Uh, what else? Not much. I don't know that I recognize anyone but Tom in this season. Okay. Do you have a kinship toward Tom because you have the same name? Um, I think we asked this during Heroes vs. Villains, and I remember liking him in Heroes vs. Villains, so I will say yes. Okay, good. Um, so they find their water and a bag of shoes. Uh, Kobe and Angie have a talk, and they relate because they're both different. I love this was I the love most 2005 the conversation that they could have had. <laughs> Wasn't it? <laughs> Especially with Angie, it's like, I'm different. I have tattoos and wear glasses, and I'm still mm-hmm. very conventionally attractive. <laughs> I'm Kobe, not like the Kobe, other it's girls. It's like, I'm gay. I mean, which yeah. Is, yeah, sure, 2005 was not a good time to be gay, so. Yeah, especially playing in the NBA. But this Another is one much, of Shaq's I, I, friends. I just, do people... I don't know. I think part of it was just we were in a, a high school situation where it was just too big to get super clickish. But like, is that? Do people have that level of just like high school baggage anymore? I don't think they do. Maybe they do. You mean people currently in high school? Yeah, or like re- who were more recently in high school than that? I don't know. I feel like that's a, that. Maybe this is just personal bias speaking, but I don't know. I feel like that's that's softened over time. I feel like there was, when we were in high school, which was in the mid to late 2000s for those keeping track, um, it was like people who knew what memes were and people who didn't were the two big groups, the two big cliques, and obviously we were memers. We knew who Rick Astley was before anybody else. Um we, we knew what copy pastas were in 2008. I, I knew, yeah, we knew about the Numa Numa guy. We knew about albinoblackshape.com. We we watched Homestar Runner. Yeah, and then there yeah. were Homestar Runner is big. Uh, big Look, here's it. There. Here's the two clicks in high school. It's the people who know what Homestar Runner is and the people who don't. And you're either with us or you're against us. That's all I'm saying. I, you know, uh, only uh, millennials remember uh, Homestar Runner. And now it's all on YouTube, and it's like, that's not... That's not I'm it, sorry, I'm leaving, know? I just got a social media manager job, I'm leaving the podcast. Just by saying that, I'm now uh, the uh, the brand manager, the social media manager for uh, Pringles. Pringles just hired me. Pringles, man. Hot or not. And depending on your answer, you might create the new Facebook. 
it's going to be like uh, when he comes in with the with the sour cream and onion Pringles, and it's going to be that uh, is it Bella Hadid that was the one that's like if he's got these he can get it or whatever. But it's her holding a can of sour cream and onion Pringles. Um, I believe that I was seven hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> Worth the money. Easier than going on Survivor, that's for sure. Uh, so they build the shelter. Uh, that's great. Tom and Stephanie discuss working together, potentially. And then Jeff comes into camp, splits up Ian and Jolanda from the group, and then they do our favorite thing. It's a schoolyard pick. And it's only going to be nine people not, on Jay, each I'm going to tell you, I like schoolyard picks. This did not feel good. It was just like, <laughs> fuck old people. <laughs> they just immediately out, out two people. Um... Yeah, it uh, it sucks, actually. Is, okay. I, I still feel very bad for them. I while this was airing, but I just thought it was really funny. It's like, why did they do this? <laughs> what was the point? I was saying to you before we recorded, it reminds me of, like, when you're watching wrestling, again, Wrestling Corner, you want it to be good, and then when it's really bad, it is irritating in the moment. But then years down the road, it becomes extremely funny, and this was very much in the vein of, like, remember when Kane set JR on fire, or, like, whatever the <laughs> stupidest wrestling segment you can think of, it's like, what the, what was the point of this? Why did they do it? Yeah. Um, so, they, uh, they pick their teams, uh, the last people are Jonathan and Wanda, they are not chosen. Here's a fun fact, uh, if you had watched this in 2005, you would know this, but... Since we're watching it in 2022, uh, they apparently edited this out. Uh, as they left, Wanda sang a song to the remaining castaways as they drove away on the boat. <laughs> apparently they edited it out because of copyright or whatever. Uh, it, it was a it very, was very it funny. It was a very racist song. They couldn't show it. <laughs> no, yeah, Survivor never, never has always been woke. On Wanda. I'm sure it was a beautiful moment. It was just, she sang Happy Birthday, and that wasn't in the public domain at the time. <laughs> they could edit it back in now. It's <laughs> yeah. okay now. They can restore it. I, I want a director's cut of, uh, of season 10 of Survivor. Yes, please. Uh, Oolong and Koror are the two tribes they are living together on the same beach angie doesn't feel like she's on the right tribe though um she's old because different. she's different and she thought kobe would pick her um i said this earlier and you didn't respond so i'm gonna say it again and hopefully get a response from you um kobe another one of shaq's friends it's true. We had the general in the last classic season we watched, Shaq's friend. Now we've got Kobe this season. Shaq's, Shaq's got a lot of friends. Speaking of, uh, I was talking about college football earlier, they're, uh, Cincinnati, yeah. who, was all, who also lost in the college football playoff, uh, one of their cornerbacks is named Kobe Bryant, and it's C-O-B-Y. It's, they have, they it's have what? a very good... It's C-O-B-Y, it's spelled. Oh, it's this, Kobe, like this Kobe. Kobe? Like this Kobe. It's Kobe Bryant... And then their other quarterback, or their other cornerback's name is uh, uh, Ahmad Gardner, but his his name his nickname is Sauce, so it's Sauce Gardner. That's a fucking incredible name. That's fun. Kobe um, Bryant and Sauce Gardner. Yeah, uh, it's a fun funk group that we can listen to. Um, I don't know what what when do you, when were they born? Is he named after Kobe Bryant, the basketball player? <laughs> Uh, I mean, probably, but 
but also maybe not because it's spelled differently. Sure. If you were to have a child, what basketball player would you name them after? Um. And follow-up question: Would you be disappointed if they didn't fulfill their destiny to be a basketball player? Yeah, boy, this is a like tough Isaiah voice. Thomas and this new Isaiah Thomas, who's apparently not related to him. I think it would be. I think what the, what the story of that was. I believe Isaiah, the other, the the younger Isaiah Thomas, his dad is a heart like a diehard Lakers fan, and I believe that mm. he named his son that because he lost a bet about the Pistons <laughs> winning in 1989. That's fantastic. I love that. Basketball is my favorite sport. Um, there is, okay, I'm looking at Kobe Bryant's uh, senior bowl, some sort of senior bowl profile for him, and uh, they have his birth date as uh, March 29th, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a mystery I'm, when this man was born. How old he is. He just showed up on March 29th. Who knows? He's kind of the Kyle X. He's the Kobe XY of basketball. Why can't I get a date of birth for him? This is ridiculous. Because he wasn't born. He grew up in a tube, and then they released him from the tube. Did you even yeah. see Kyle XY? He's not, he's not a real person. He doesn't have a belly button. This is uh, fucking Have you ever crazy. seen it? Anyway, you never answered my question. What, 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 what question is that? Which basketball player are you going to name your child after? Uh, boy. That is really tough. Um, probably, probably Contavious Caldwell Pope. <laughs> That's a great choice. Um, Contavious Caldwell Powell. I love that. I'm going to name my son Pablo Sanchez after the man in backyard basketball. Oh, you mean the uh, the greatest athlete of all time? The greatest athlete of all time. Really got to start in baseball and then transferred over to basketball. Yeah, what do, do you, you remember? He can do it. Playing. Do you remember playing backyard basketball on your computer uh, at at your parents' home when you were children? Mm-hmm. And we were playing with Lisa Leslie, and she made a full court shot in the game, and it was very exciting. Yes. Try that's really cool. Um, so that's kind of like cool shit that like uh, the Homestar Runner gang knows about. Yeah, um, yeah like Backyard Baseball, Backyard, backyard Basketball. Sports. Great fucking game series. Mist is another series that we liked um, as as elder millennials. Um, young millennials are like, I love TikTok. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, we're 40 years old. We're yeah. elder millennials. You, you can't wait to be 40. <laughs> Who can? This is 40. Uh, and it's, this is 40. <laughs> you know what? This is what? 40. You know what they should That's do? That's the last line of that movie. They should do This is 42, and it's a follow-up Paul. to This is 40, and <laughs> it's just two years later. Paul Rudd turns to Leslie, uh, what's her last name? Man. You know, Leslie Why Man. is she called Leslie Man, Man even though she's a lady? Why isn't it Leslie Woman? Leslie Bay. Um but uh yeah, he tur- he turns to Leslie Mann and Paul Rudd does and he goes, You know what? This is forty. <laughs> I've been thinking about it, and it's this. <laughs> this is forty. It's just like they have a perfect opportunity to continue making sequels every year, like an American pie. This is forty one. Well, I can't do that one. It's been too long. Now they have to do this is forty two. <laughs> this is 43 yeah. and this is the third one, year. one one year away from it ridiculous two years and they have to yeah. 
How much does your life really change in a year in your 40s? You know, not that much, but two. So he can basically play 41. Can we talk about this? Paul Rudd never ages. This is what happens when you're unproblematic, (laughs) This is what happens when you continue being polite. The Paul Rudd story this week on MTV. Uh, So they row their boat to the next challenge. This is something I miss from challenge... No, classic seasons uh, of them actually having to literally move themselves. Because now it's just like they walk off the beach and then they're there, you know? Yeah, they got to they gotta play it up a little more. I mean, like yeah. we said last season, they were actually doing the thing where they were being mean to their contestants and torturing them, but, like, you got to play that up. Yeah. It's funny. We like to see people suffer... Uh, so the this reward slash immunity challenge, they have to run through a net maze, find supplies, carry them back through some more obstacles, and then canoe to a flag and back. Immunity is cute and great, is in my notes. Did you see the immunity idol? No, uh, I don't know that I have a strong memory of what it was. Well, it's cute and great. Look it up right now. Um, uh, our, our favorite guy, the deputy mayor of Chicago, Mr. Google, is that what he was? Look, look, I'm look trying up, to remember bits from ten up, years ago. Yeah, if you look up uh, cute and great in the dictionary, it's a picture of that immunity idol. If you look up cute and great in the dictionary, it's actually a picture of me. <laughs> have you, uh, Jake, have you ever seen the, the Shane Black film Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Just had that uh, yeah, it's been a while, recently. but yeah. It's good. Yeah. One of my favorite Shane Black one-liners in that is uh, Val Kilmer says to Robert Downey Jr., uh, it's like, you know what, you know what uh, is in the dictionary when you, or like, you know, whatever, like you look up uh, the definite, or if you look up idiot in the dictionary, you know what you'll find, and Robert Dunn Jr. goes, oh, a picture of me? And he goes, no, the word idiot, which you know, the definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. <laughs> and that line delivery was exactly how good it is in the movie. It sounds really good. Honestly, compelling. I don't know why you didn't make the play in 10th grade. Yeah, ridiculous. That line delivery was perfect. Yeah, that, that was actually what I, I auditioned on that line. That was the exact <laughs> performance I gave. Like, I can you just read from the ridiculous. script? I didn't get to be in movie madness. <laughs> oh, movie madness. Uh, what a great show. Uh, so did you look up the Survivor Palau immunity idol? Uh, no, I haven't looked it up. Oh, my God. I, I try to give you so much time to look these things up. <laughs> try to fill the time so you can Google survival of Plow Immunity Idol. And you're like, up, oh, if you look up in the dictionary, it's cute and good. It's idiot, me. And there's a definition of the word idiot. <laughs> Did it just bring you to my <laughs> Twitter like, oh, page? I was right. Oh, yeah, it's like a guy. I, I like that when you look it up, the third picture is a picture of Willard because it looks like Willard. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> that makes me really happy. Uh, so Koror has the strategy of bringing only the fire-making kit, which works out in their favor because they win, and then they get to choose between their old beach, where the shelter is already made, and a new beach. Uh, and they decide to take the new one because uh, new adventure. You know? That was Tom's explanation. Yeah, and you know what? I understand it, but also... Tom forgot an important lesson that I outlined earlier, which is this season hates you. Yeah. <laughs> Why you are you on Survivor? Stop doing this. Risks here. Yeah. Uh, so as they row to their new beach, Karor capsizes on the way there, and they lose their fire making kit. 
hilarious. It's so good. I think you're right. I think this season just hates its players. It's so good. I'm just imagining them going through, like, there's two guys moving a pane of glass in front of the boat. And yeah. they capsize, and the guys drop the pane of glass. Yeah. They crash through it. That, that'd be really funny. Uh, over on Oolong, Angie thinks that she's a target, and she is, in fact, the target. But Stephanie, meanwhile, is targeting Jolanda. What do you think of Stephanie so far? Uh, Jake, I, I, I will respond to your question with a question. If you had to compare Stephanie to a celebrity, what celebrity would you say that she looks like? What, what celebrity does she look like? There is a correct answer here. Oh, shit. No, I'm really nervous. Pressure's on. Okay, Stephanie. This person was also very famous in the mid-2000s. I think that was probably the peak of her fame. I am going to say Nicole Nicole Richie? Wrong. Eva Mendez, idiot. Oh, okay. That's the person I totally forgot about. Eva Mendez. I uh, maybe. I, I can't even place what Eva Mendez looks like. Eva Mendez is, I believe, married to Ryan Gosling. Oh, okay. Um, good for them. I'm happy to hear it. I heard about a uh, Ryan Gosling movie. Oh, yeah. This morning. Um, yeah, I can kind of see it. Ryan Gosling, who does he look like, though? Uh, he looks like uh, Jared Goff, quarterback for the Detroit Lions. Sure. <laughs> uh, Jolanda is rubbing people the wrong way. That's, that's my next note in my notes. Um, and then it's time for Tribal Council. We love Tribal Council. It's the best part of the whole show. Would you agree with that statement? Uh, I, I would agree. Um, also, the, the Jolanda thing, it's like, no one is wrong to feel that way, and she also did directly fuck up them winning that immunity challenge because she's too tight yeah. of a person. But also, like, they could have kept her around. She would have been helpful in challenges. Yeah. As long as they didn't do this challenge every time, I think she would have been very helpful. What if they did that? What if every single season, <laughs> or every single challenge back, one season was the same thing? Everything. Refused to learn a lesson. <laughs> no, this is really going to work this time. We've learned from the last. <clears throat> every time we do it, we get stronger. Uh, so James says there's a lot of energy and testosterone on this tribe. Any thoughts on James so far? Uh, James is the uh, Tennessee Tim Robinson, right? Because that was the the entire thing that I got from him, was that he reminded me specifically of Tim's normal energy, but also the accent. You've seen the the Netflix, the characters that Tim did, right? Yeah. The the wrestling promo one. He is using basically the exact same accent that this guy has. Yeah, I can can totally hear that. Uh, Uh, James... James is is weird, but I'm enjoying it so far. I really like James, honestly. I think yes. he's a very fun character. He's he is a compelling television character. Yeah, I I am trying to avoid um, looking at what order people go out, even though I've already seen this season. I think, um, but I'm I'm really enjoying James. I hope we continue to see him. Yes, I am so enjoying his presence. Uh, Jolanda says she would like to lead this team. Angie says she tried very hard at the challenge. If you were on this tribe, who would you have voted for here? I probably Angie, would have because voted. she's different? No, I probably would have voted for Jolanda because she would be a threat going forward, and also she did, did seem rather annoying, whereas Angie, did, <laughs> Angie is not annoying. Uh, yeah, she's actually cool because she's different, and uh, that was cool in 2005. She has tattoos. Uh, Crazy. No one had this back then. 
who has tattoos even? Um, okay, so the second episode we watched this week was called Love is in the Air, Rats Are Everywhere. What do you think of that one? Pretty good. Pretty good. Here's the thing. I don't remember anybody saying it, though. No, I don't remember that either. So where are they getting these episode titles from? It sounds like they're lying. We don't like liars on this yeah. show. Don't take kindly uh, to lying around here. This episode first aired on September. Excuse, excuse me. <laughs> this episode first aired on February twenty four, two thousand and five. Where did how did Tember get in there? <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about something else. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> understandable. <laughs> how old would you have been September twenty fourth, two thousand five? Oh, Thomas, I don't know how to answer that question. Uh, oh. I would have been thirteen years old, Jake. Wonderful. I would have also been thirteen years old. What a time to be alive. Were we friends in two thousand five? Yes, I would think so. How yes, what, we what grade in, are we in in that year? We were in eighth grade at that point. Eighth grade, sure. And then North also Rockford in Middle School, we were in eighth grade for the first half and ninth grade for the second half. And I would definitely say that we mm. were friends. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because uh, we did live down the street from each other. That's right. We've been friends for over twenty yeah. years. Not to brag, Jake. I gotta say, uh, two thousand five, Jake, kind of reminded me of my friend back home. Guess what? It was. It's me. It's always been me, Steve. No, Vince. Who 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 says it's always been me in wrestling? No, oh, it was me all along. It was a Vince thing. It was a Vince thing. Vincent Kennedy McMahon for the win. That's another thing from 2005. People said for the win all the time. Did they? I think that was late. Man, maybe it was then. I don't know. I don't know. People, Might have been later. Can, it was in that gives a shit? range. Who, who cares? Honestly, Thomas, who I'm gives a it. shit? I'm who gives a shit it. when people said for the win? <laughs> for a long time, I was very confused. I was like, are they saying WTF but the wrong order? The fuck what? Are they saying the fuck what? What does that mean? The fuck the so world? I Googled, so I fuck the world? The FTW Championship, speaking of wrestling. Um, so that's pretty crazy shit. Uh, how many viewers do you think this episode got? I'm going to say 23 million. Ooh. 21.64 million. You're Damn. Close. People really You're fell off closer. from that first episode. I mean, I wouldn't say so. I, what, like 2 million? People were 23? really mad about the, uh, the... Yeah, they lost 2 million and 2 contestants. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so over on Karor, they can't make fire. Remember, they lost the fire-making kit in the funniest way possible. Uh, Janu freaks out over all the rats. What do you think of Janu? Um, I don't know that I have much of an opinion. Fair oh, enough. Janu, Janu's the one that climbed, that did the rock climbing, right? That's right. I like Janu. Yeah. Uh, Karen is mad at Tom for deciding to bring the tribe to this shitty island. <laughs> this was like... All you have to say is, like, yeah, it seems like we made the wrong decision. Maybe we could have voted on it, but, like... And all Tom had to say was, eh, took a risk, didn't work out. Like, yeah. the, the amount... Of, this is too much second-guessing for something like that. Yeah, it doesn't seem worth it, I mean, to be she mad about this. She definitely came off a lot worse than he did. Uh, yeah, it's just like, just build a new shelter. Even though just, I think Tom <laughs> very... Tom was also extremely lying when he was like, I just said it because other people were saying it. Like, no, you you were the one that made that decision. You gotta own that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what it takes to be a leader. 
and he was certainly the leader of this tribe, I guess. I don't know. It's still early. Uh, Stephanie is happy that they took out Jolanda over on Oolong. Uh, here's another thing that happens. Uh, James says, we're Americans, uh, so they get to decide what to do because of freedom or something. I didn't fully understand what his do, point it was, was here. It was like, we're going to do, like, we're going to have this be democratic because we're Americans, which yeah. uh, is basically sounds like James uh, arguing for the invasion of Iraq. So I know we were just saying how yeah. much we like James, but this is a very 2005 well, he's a, mindset. He's a real American. Uh, They're going to do all nation building at Survivor Palau. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Uh at the reward challenge, they have to go over obstacles and collect flags while the other tribe is throwing sandbags at them. I think good challenge. This was, this was a fun. terrific challenge. A lot of fun. This was basically the, an American Ninja Warrior challenge. It was great. Mm-hmm. Again, watching the classic season uh, and the challenges are really fun. Yes. Like, this was still, like, go through a lot of obstacles and do something. But it wasn't just... They need a to have more obstacle, challenges where, obstacle where the puzzle. opposing team is throwing things at you while you're trying yes. to do it. Yes, bring back Sumo on the Sea. That was a fun challenge. Let them put their hands on each other. Remember that challenge where they just have to wrap their bodies around a big pole and yes. the other people have to pull them off of the pole? Yeah, that or what was the one where Rupert broke his toe? In, uh, was that All-Stars that he did that? I think that was Heroes versus. It might have been Heroes versus Villains, but yeah, where they were basically just like, beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. (laughs) Punch each other until one of you is dead. This is real Survivor now. Uh, So the winner of this reward challenge gets fishing gear. That's very exciting. Uh, Oolong wins this one. So pretty exciting stuff for them, you know, because they lost the last challenge. Yeah. Angie, uh, very impressive. Very impressive showing. Everybody was congratulating Angie. I think I missed what she did. That was so She just fucking crushed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think that she was going to make the obstacle course, and she she killed it. So I think she did a lot to uh, get herself off of the the chopping block there, because she showed that she is actually a pretty good physical competitor. Angie, maybe not so different from other Survivor players after all. Yeah, she's a jock. She's made. She's made soon. <laughs> did you Did you see she's that? She's turned on the nerds. We were talking about. Uh, we were talking about Tim. Tim. Or I was talking about Tim Robinson earlier because James kind of reminds me of him. Did you see that that Tim and Eric live show he did? Or not Tim and Eric. It was just Tim Heidecker. But uh, where he comes out and it's like, when are you going to go back to doing the old shit? And there's a point. It's like, oh, where Tim was like, oh, you want me to do Tim and Eric again? And he goes, no. It's like that. That shit's mainstream. It's, it's a cash grab. It's for jocks. Where's <laughs> this Tim and Eric is for jocks? <laughs> so that's how I feel about Angie. She's for jocks. Angie is for jocks. She's, Biggest she's a, jock it on seems the like tribe. a cash grab to me. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, so they, they make the fire at Oolong because they finally have Flint, and then they go fishing. Great, great scene for Oolong. We love Oolong. Which yes. tribe do you like more at this point? I like them both. I like them both, too. It's hard not to l- like people on old seasons. Yeah, this is a good cast. Absolutely. Man. Survivor 41, good cast. Survivor Palau, good cast. Are they're you happy, on a Thomas? Right now in the, as I said, it airs in the order that I see it. In the, so they're, in the they're official really, chronological order. Yeah, they're really building off of a strong showing in Survivor 41. Uh, yes, as we, as we all know, Survivor started with Survivor Cambodia Second Chances. Yes, that was the first, <laughs> Second Chances was the first season of Survivor. 
<laughs> like, everybody's had a rough life. Let's give him a second chance at a million dollars. With this new show called Survivor. <laughs> Started in 2015. It was weird how they kept talking about how this season was different from other seasons when it was the first season. <laughs> and it was also weird how Spencer kept talking about how he was playing differently. He did never played the game before. Yeah. <laughs> then it was Survivor Co. Wrong immediately after that. Uh, Survivor Millennials was Gen X immediately after that. Game Changes after that. Triple H, it's time to play the game after that. Um, and then they did a weird movie called Santa's Little Helper which didn't have anybody from Survivor in it but that's the next thing on the list I'm looking at here they had something called Ghost Island where they said they would reverse the curse a bunch of times from previous poor showings on Survivor but they were all make any contestants s- except for it was all new contestants yeah and then it was just Survivor Borneo immediately after that. Like, what does that even mean? Borneo is a real place. Ghost Island is a made-up place. Then David vs. Goliath. It's all over the place, Survivor. But we're watching Survivor Palau now. Overall, good season. Um, where were we? Uh, they Karor goes looking for their fire-making kit. And they finally find it, but Ian struggles to get it. Uh, until they, I don't know what they did. They like pulled a rope around the. Yeah, they managed the to thing. hook the anchor to it. I think. Um, oh, smart. Yeah, that was smart. Uh, Jake, how do you feel about Ian in the, in this season? Uh, well, Ian is my brother's name and one of our uh, top ten listeners. Um, so I'm going to say overall good. Yeah, I like I, Ian. I think he's a little weird, but I like him. It's like good weird. Yeah, just like my brother. <laughs> yeah. Ian is not weird. How dare you? Uh, yeah, you know, Ian is cool weird. <laughs> My brother Ian. This Ian is good weird, which is different. Um, actually, my brother Ian is for jocks. Yeah, he's mainstream. He's a cash grab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they finally get the, uh, the fire-making kit, and that's very exciting. Over on Oolong, they cook a giant clam, but Ashley doesn't want to eat. Why not? Why, don't, why wouldn't you want to eat? I think that would be, like, the number one thing that I would want to do. I am not serving in an island, and it's all I ever want to do. The only reason I got out of bed this morning was because I wanted to eat. Yeah. I was going to lay in bed until we did this at 3 in the afternoon. That's the best weekend thing to do, is to just not get out of bed. I got out of bed because I, I stayed in bed. I got out to get coffee, and then I was back in bed to watch Survivor this morning. And Wonderful. Then and then I got out to shovel, and then I went back and wasn't in bed anymore. But you know how it is. I love that. Uh, yeah, as soon as we are done recording this, I am going to hop in bed and uh, bundle up in my blankets. Love it. I almost said blankies, but then I felt very uh, you were self conscious about it. it. I don't want to say blankies on the podcast. It feels embarrassing. Yeah, it is a little embarrassing. Uh, speaking of blankies, someone and someone are cuddling up a lot, and I did miss who it was. Do you remember this at all? Uh, it was Kim, I think, and uh, one of the interchangeable handsome men on the show. Oh, there's so many handsome men. No one as handsome as Tony the Tiger, though. Because they lost one of them. One of them had to leave. Or, you know, he's one of the two that left. And, oh, at the beginning? Yeah, this one's not a brunette. I don't think. I think he's blonde, and I don't remember what his name is. I feel like it always takes us like... It is Kim, right? Kim's a grad student, I think. 
I'll take your word for it. Look, there's 20 people. This is the first time there's ever been 20 people. It's hard to remember everybody at this point. Yeah, it's still early. I have specific people I remember. Um, like Willard. Okay. He, Willard doesn't know yet, but how could you forget right. Willard? How could you forget Willard? Uh, and he also uh, announces whoever turned 100 on the Today Show or something. With the Smucker's Jam. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Okay, forget it. Uh, so they get Tree Mail and its Morse code. Yeah, uh, they did 100. Tell me. Uh, Betty White. <laughs> yeah. You knew who else didn't turn 100? Hubris. It is really funny, like, because I think people were understandably more ready to just, like, fire off some jokes at Betty White dying because Betty White was almost 100 years old. So it's like... Yeah. You can't be, like... If, if you live to be almost 100, there's... No reason to really be sad about it. It's just like, oh, okay. Well, they lived a full life. Yeah. It would have been cool to hit 100, though. Well, it's also really funny because she called her shot of being like, People Magazine and I are celebrating my 100th birthday. I can't wait. And she fucking died. <laughs> like, that's, that's so fun. good. That's a great bit. Uh, perhaps to Betty White for our, being our the funniest person. Um, I, I, uh, I told my four-month-old niece that she died, and she put up the Wakanda salute and yeah. said, Betty White, Conda forever. <laughs> She's up there with Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Uh, that's a tweet from Twitter.com. I stole it. Um, but it's still funny to put it in my words. Um, do you feel a kinship with my niece because you were both born in early August? Well, I have met your niece now, uh, so I'll say You have yeah. met my niece now, yeah. And you guys are the best of friends. If you want her number, too bad she doesn't have a phone. She's a child. So stop being weird. Okay. Um, okay, so it's the immunity challenge. They have to pull a barrel underwater and then open it and get mess kits and reveal a Morse code, and then they have to solve the Morse code. Good challenge? It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so Karor wins this one also. That challenge, weirdly, not as memorable as it sounds, because there's a lot happening there, but I, I don't know. It, it was good. It was perfectly solved challenge. Yeah. Uh, over at Oolong, they have to rebuild their fire. James targets Kim for not helping enough in the challenge. This is like when Amanda was on Ruby Cell on the challenge and didn't help in that one either, and they could have won the whole thing, and who knows what happens then. Anyway, um... Jeff doesn't like James. Also, don't like that there's a, somebody named Jeff on this season. That's not Jeff Yeah, Brooks. I thought you were talking Very about Very confusing. Jeff Probst. I was like, I don't remember this. If they want a Jeff on the season, get Jeff Probst on the season, you know? And get somebody else to host it. I can't handle more than one Jeff. What if they got a, a different person to host and his name was also Jeff? Confusing. Too many Jeffs. Make it, too, make it an adult swim show. Too many Jeffs. Uh, very timely reference. Thank you. Oh, is too many cooks now mainstream? Is it also for jocks? Yeah, it's for jocks. <laughs> Adults are for jocks now. Uh, this podcast is the only cool thing left. Thomas? Yeah. I need you to agree with me. Thank you. Uh, okay, so James targets Kim for not helping in the challenge. Jeff doesn't like James and wants to take out Ashley. Okay, fine. Um... Again, it's still early. I don't remember anybody. It's not unreasonable to take out Ashley because she is really not 
I, I get that Kim is more of a threat, potentially, but, like, Ashley's giving them nothing, so. Yeah. You want a strong tribe? Okay. Let me tell you what was great about this season. When Jeff was talking about Palau, they did, like, four or five wildlife shots in a row to just be like, look at all this wildlife. Just, so this just is a, all heaters. Like they're oh my god. They're like, look how much wildlife there is. Yeah. Oh, you've been complaining about not enough wildlife in Fiji. Here you go, buddy. So this is a segment called Wildlife Shots. In it, we talk about the wildlife, and there's so much. We got turtles. We got sharks. Millions of jellyfish, as as Jeff Probst says. Big lizard, a bird, snake, rats, fish, and feature of this week's episodes was the giant clams. Did you know that giant clams, Thomas, are the largest living bivalve mollusks? They are so large, some call them big. <laughs> it's another reference to high school. Hey, about this time, too. No, so they're so large, some might call them big. That was probably like 10th or 11th grade. I did a project giant about... Giant I would say, would not might make good pets, maybe. I would doubt they would make good pets. I would advise against them being pets. So Thomas is referencing a really good project I did for, I believe it was our April Fool's issue of the it was newspaper. A journal, I believe it was a thing that you had already made a joke about, and then you made it a spread for our April Fool's edition of the school paper. Yeah, it's really good. Um, they have big I, tongues. They are so big, some call them long. <laughs> I still have it somewhere. I... That was the uh, that was the Quintmasters. Uh, oh God! Classic. We were all very proud of that, and I think justifiably so. Yeah. Um, I also uh, posted two. I don't know if this was the same issue or the next year, but posted two identical photos of Chris Brown on a red carpet and said, "Spot the difference," and there yep. were no differences. We should have just ran a newspaper that was bits and jokes for the whole school. It was good. Like that was that was one of the rare instances of like everybody being on. That was journalism too. So I think everybody yeah. was everybody was cool in that class, and I think we just fucked around most of the time. Um, was was it Miss Speeg? Was that her name? Yeah, Miss Speeg. Uh, Shout I had out Speeg. I had her for Spanish as well. Uh, the year previous, and she did not like me because I didn't try in Spanish. What? No way. <laughs> but I also You're had her for journalism. You're more of a speed guy than a senora speed guy. Exactly. Uh, I also had her for journalism one, and she so she didn't want me to take journalism two, and then our friend Janine like vouched for me yep. so I could yeah, be in that class with you that guys. The thing is, like, she could have said no. <laughs> yeah. She didn't have to let you in that class. <laughs> I'm so glad she did that. That was yeah. where I did some of my best projects in high school. Yeah, that was a fun class. Yeah. Uh, so these guys, the giant clams, they can weigh nearly 450 pounds and measure nearly 50 inches across. They reproduce sexually. Damn. Thomas, I know. These clams are that. fucking. These clams, they're fucking. Uh, they are hermaphrodites also, meaning they can double their chances of offspring which reduces the pressure to find a compatible mate. Must be nice. So giant clams cannot move themselves, so they will instead just spurt out sperms and eggs into the water. And then once it is fertilized, it floats around for 12 hours, When at which point a larva is produced. 
After a week, the newborn will settle into the ground, and they have a lifespan of... Can you guess how long? I'm going to say, like, four months. Oh, no, buddy, no. Is it like 100 years? It is 100 years, yeah. Damn! Uh, so they're kind of like the Betty Whites of the ocean. That would be honestly a great life. Would be never having to move and then just occasionally uh, fucking uh, orgasming. Like that sounds pretty great. <laughs> yeah, just every once in a while, lend one out and then just chill in for a hundred <laughs> yeah, years. Just shoot some ropes. Get back to what you were doing. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about this tribal council. There's not much that happens. Uh, Jeff asks... Oh, Jeff and Kim. Was that who was cuddling with each other? I believe so, yeah. Jeff and Kim about their attraction to each other. And Jeff was uh, like, so you guys are fucking. So you're fucking. And that makes me jealous as another Jeff. And that makes me Jeffus. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Jeff was like, yeah, Jeff to Jeff. Jeff to De- Jeff. This is making me Jeffus. Uh, Jeff was right like, I, I totally understand where you're coming from, Jeff. As a fellow Jeff, I also get Jeffus. Um, That's my favorite uh, Nick Jonas song. <laughs> More like Nick Jeffus. Uh, okay, that was stupid. Kim gets a vote. Jeff gets a vote. Ashley gets four votes. So that's it for Ashley. Uh,. Hate to see her go, but love to watch her leave. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't even remember Ashley was. Um, yeah, she was just kind of there. She didn't contribute much. Um, Ashley Massaro, is that the person's name? Uh, right? The wrestler? She was a wrestler, yeah. She was a wrestler. She also played Survivor, uh, but I don't remember what season she was on. But it was not, this was not her. I'm realizing now. Yeah, I think I, I could have guessed that from the fact that she just looks like a regular person. Okay, well, you don't know. I guess I don't, but I, but I kind of do. She was on Survivor China, which we will get to eventually. Okay. Um, I, I have... Uh, oh, Thomas, since we're here near the end of the episode, do you want to hear... Um, and listeners, do you want to hear our schedule going forward? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, so for the next few weeks, uh, until these two tribes in Palau become one, we are watching two episodes a week. So next week we're doing Survivor Palau 3 and 4, don't you forget. Uh, And then we're going to watch next off-season, after Survivor 42, gotta stop calling it that, Uh, we're going to start Guatemala. Do you know what's significant about Guatemala, Thomas? Uh, no, what... Uh, there's a little landscaper from our hometown on that season. Oh, is that the and, Gary Hogaboom season? Yeah, his name is actually Gary Hawkins. He's oh, a landscaper. Uh, and yes, it is. Uh, and it's also the first season with an immunity idol, a hidden immunity idol. So, and also, it's a bit of a sequel to this season, but I'm not going to tell you why just yet. So that's uh, that's the future of this, and then we're going to be watching. Seasons after that, in the coming off seasons. Uh, if you know the schedule of Survivor, you know the schedule of the next several years of this podcast. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Push a team. Uh, there we go. Uh, follow-up question to this whole conversation. Thomas, do you think we should have a DYWSL NFT? 
No. Fuck that. I hate that you said that. <laughs> All right. Fine. Uh, Thomas, if people want to hear you talking shit or read you talking shit about NFTs and the like, where would they do that? Uh, you could go to at uh, Tom Not Tom. That's my Twitter account. At uh, Tom Not Tom Westman, right? Yeah. Because uh, that's the uh, Tom on this. So maybe just for Palau, you can you can change your handle to Tom Not Tom Westman just to drive engagement to this podcast. I could do that, but I'm not going to. Just, I'm really trying here, folks. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at DYWSLN. No NFTs. That's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. No NFTs here. Uh, or on our Instagram, which is the only Survivor podcast, because obviously. Or you can listen to us on Patreon. i got to stop saying or, because you can do all of these things. Follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Got some tears there. None of them about wrestling yet. We haven't come up with a good wrestling bit yet. But we do have other shows you can subscribe to, like Just Joey, others. Just Rhythmatic. Just Rhythmatic is a really good one. Uh, Thomas, do you want to thank the listeners? I mean, I already did, but sure, I'll thank them again. Okay, it's just where it is in the script. It's right here, so... Just reading it off. You could just you could follow it along on your computer. Also, I don't know if people know this, but we uh, record in two separate places. I'm in Chicago, Illinois. Thomas is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. The Windy City. The Windy City of Grand, Grand Rapids, Rapids, Michigan. You know what, Thomas? Actually, uh, Lori Lightfoot came out this week after all the snow we got. She said we're renaming the city to the Snowy City. God. The worst political instincts. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen Lori, to the Lori, people, Lori. Lori Lightfoot's approval rating drops to zero percent. She did that right around the same time. Did you see those texts between her and Pritzker? Where she just I, I, I didn't bother reading them. Just kept being like, "Please, just call me. Like, stop texting me. <laughs> I've asked you five times to just call me so we can talk." I can't wait. I don't. I, I, it's apparently uh, come out that she's not planning to run again. Yeah, because she'll get fucking trounced because she's awful. <laughs> So, that's just Chicago. Uh, it's a free show that we do here um, on Did You Watch Survivor Last Night. It's not even in one of the Just Podcasts. Uh, if you want to review us on Apple Podcasts, you can do that, Thomas. What's the boilerplate review for people to read? Remember, new season, new listeners. Okay. So, they, uh, maybe you have not heard this yet. This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Beautiful. Nothing has ever been written. Shakespeare who? Yeah. It's all speaking about of, me. <laughs> uh, speaking of Shakespeare, he wrote a play called Midsummer Night's Dream or something like that. Uh, so I'm going to say here, have a great summer. Deuces. I don't have to leave. Tell me about Shakespeare. What did he write? Uh, well, there's that one song, uh, the I Don't Want to Read Billy Shakespeare song. Do you remember that song? Oh, and Shakespeare wrote that? Yeah, Shakespeare, Shakespeare wrote that. He's getting sick of his own work.
Well, I, it wasn't that. The hosting wasn't the thing I took issue with. It was his own bowl. It's not his bowl. It's the Sun Bowl. But Tony the Tiger is there. Yeah, he's Tony the Tiger is lending his name. He's sponsoring the Sun Bowl. Yeah. Or maybe he should sponsor his employees, you know? Yeah. He could sponsor this dick. <laughs> you know that the furries are very horny for Tony the Tiger? Do you remember when that Who's was like, an issue? Do you remember that that was an issue with the Twitter account where, like, there would be really explicit posts underneath all yeah. of Tony the Tiger's official tweets? Well, Kellogg's brought that on themselves by having a very hot yeah. mascot. Why do they make him so fucking hot? He's, like, shredded. <laughs> Captain Crunch had the same issue. Yep. And the Trix Rabbit. Damn, so many cartoon mascots well, are Trix so hot. Well, the Trix Rabbit, is a, he's a twink. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. And the thing about him, the biggest thing about him, other than his dick, obviously, is how hot he is. He, yeah. Look, we We've all want to fuck Tony the Tiger, okay? When I, saw, when I saw Tony the Tiger for the first time, I was like, am I a furry? Uh, turns out I am, and we Frost all are, because Blazer, we all want to fight. The only thing that's great. <laughs> gross. Yeah. It's gross, gross that we want to fuck this. It's gross because he's, because he, you know, Tony the Tiger, the idea of him being a homosexual, that's yeah. it. That is a We're sin in the that. eyes of God. That's why it's a sin. Smarten up, probes.